0: But today we're going to be talking about justification, and uh, it's more than just uh, just a simple, you know, justification. And it's, and, and, and it's, in my opinion, its bare meaning means uh, our standing with God, a righteous standing with God, His uh, His constitution of us as being righteous in His estimation, uh, and. Uh, but we're going to be talking more more than just about that. We're going to be talking about uh, when we are justified in the mind of God. Uh, and, and the doctrine that we will be supporting and espousing here is justification from eternity. Or in other words, God sees his elect as righteous from eternity always has and always will and uh, and so that's what we're going to go go on Uh, and I have a few points uh, to to talk about that in my opinion prove this this is in my mind there isn't much to object against this but apparently people have and uh, and so uh, my points are one God is timeless he's transcendent of time and space is uh, immutable. In my mind, that is something that we cannot separate off from this discussion. That is immutable means uh, he does not change. Uh, everything he does not he does not change his mind about anything. Uh, and also, time itself is defined in terms of change. Is time is basically to define time would be uh, it's a Time is defined as a series of changes in moments, momentary changes. We're moving from one moment to the next. That's constant change. That's what time is. So if God is uh, immutable, he therefore cannot be uh, bound by time. Because if he was, well, then he'd be mutable. So he has to be timeless. Otherwise, there is no God. Uh, uh, and then... Uh, and then, uh, and we're also going to be going over some scriptures which clearly teach that God saw His people as justified and eternity. And uh, we'll be discussing objections and and some of the reasons why we hold strongly to this doctrine. And uh, I have uh, I've I've been looking at this for now for this doctrine for a few years now. Least, and uh, you know, I've read just about all the material I, I've been able to find on it, and uh, there isn't much out there that really discusses this. This is one of those things that uh, I've never seen a sermon on, you know, specifically on maybe you have. I've never seen. no not I've never seen a sermon on this topic. I've never, I've seen a book. Right on this topic I've seen uh, you know various snippets of literature throughout the 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 centuries on this topic but I've never seen you know just a group of people coming together for the purpose of discussing it except online and uh, so this is my my mind maybe one of the first times you know recently that this is actually taking place so I feel privileged to be here today uh and uh, in my mind, this uh, this doctrine is, it's, is extremely important to the gospel. Uh, I I cannot I I think if we were to take this away this this doctrine away, we would be left well we, we would be left with nothing to be quite honest with you. And those that do do deny this doctrine, ultimately, they're led down the path, many different paths. It's not just the denial of justification, uh, but it's a denial of who God is himself. Uh, And so, here we begin. (laughs) Yes, I've never heard
1: a sermon on it, I've heard it preached against many times. Okay. You know, there's, I think, <laughs> far more today that oppose it than believe it. Right. Um, the typical blurist would say that, you know, we're not justified until the moment of faith. Yeah. And period, in, mm-hmm. in any sense. Right. Uh, it, until that point
0: in time, we're under God's wrath. Right. And I guess, uh, you know, I guess the one thing we need to understand first is, uh, When is our justification in time, if you you want to use that terminology? What what moment in time does God base his opinion of us upon? And you know, that's obviously Christ and what He has done. Christ came into this world for sinners, Matthew one twenty one, and He, uh, you know, lived the perfect righteous life. He put Himself under the law and lived out. You know, Moses wife under that law perfectly. He obeyed the law for his people, and not only did he obey it, you know, in the act, in the active sense, but he also obeyed it in the uh, punitive sense. That is, he also suffered the the uh, the due consequences of breaking the law for his people, and uh, and in that it was. in not just his death, but his whole life, his whole, the entire Incarnation, uh, the entire Advent. He, uh, he was a representative for his people, and God views Christ uh, as the perfect substitute, and he sees his people in him. And so if they are in him, they are seen then as perfect. Because they share in his, in his righteousness. It's, it's put to their account in the mind of God.
2: But even though you're talking about in time, that's, you sure realize that that right. is in eternity. Right, right, right. That Christ has always been, and that God has seen his people through Christ. Right, yes. That's, yeah. That, yeah, that's you know, the moment
0: in time that, that everything <clears throat> is based right. upon.
2: It's just that some people say that justification is at that time also, you know. I mean, you you understand yeah. Um, yeah. really five, five, six, so. We should uh,
1: just think, you know, there are some uh, neo Orthodox teachers, <clears throat> uh, skeptics, that make a, lot out about, make a lot out of this idea of God is timeless, and we're not saying that God is timeless in the sense that they would say. They, mean, they say God is timeless in the sense that he does not operate within time. We oh, okay. That, well, I, who, we, I mean, like theists would say, theists or even those, right? those, and even those who would say that uh, God is incomprehensible. Yeah. And okay. In I got and, you. And, and what happens within time does not relate to the you know the way we think right. and perceive of God's actions or not the way that God itself. Yeah. Uh, everything God you know does everything is, is in time. Yeah. What God is both completely transcendent of time, in mm-hmm. His own uh, right. essence and purposes, at the same time, He constantly operates within time. Right. Yeah. He Himself is changeless. That's right. So,
3: would you say that uh, the biggest issue that people have is understanding what internal union is, because they want to claim that the union of it's Christ possible. and His people happens yeah. in time? Yeah. Where, to me, the Scripture speaks of the internal union. Yeah.
0: Well anyway, I have, I have something we can look up to uh, for, uh, to point the, uh, of God. Uh, I think, uh, yeah, It's, uh, Psalm 139 verses 7 to 13. And actually, I quoted this in my one article I wrote on the Eager Conference uh, review. And this is my, this is in my mind one of the clearest uh, teachings on the powerlessness of God. And uh, also, read here. Verse seven. Whether shall I go from Thy Spirit, or whether shall I flee from Thy presence? If I ascend up into heaven, Thou art there. If I make my bed in hell, behold, Thou art there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there shall Thy hand lead me, and Thy right hand shall hold me. If I say, surely the darkness shall cover me, even the, even the night shall be light about me. Yea, the darkness hideth not from thee, but the night shineth as the day, and the darkness and the light are both alike to thee. For thou hast possessed my reins thou hast covered me in my mother's womb. And of course, I think there's more than just uh, physical uh, <coughs> presence of God being everywhere, but I think, you know, there, there time. Itself is is part of that. History itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, you know, where where can we go to escape the presence of God? If we were to go to hell, you know, there he is. If I make my bed in hell, behold, thou art there. <laughs> God is in hell. <laughs> uh, if we were in heaven, there he is. If we 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 can we can't go anywhere to escape the presence of God. Even if we built a time machine, if there is, I'm going to use a conditional here, if we were to be able to build a time machine and go back in time, we could not escape God's presence. He's there. Uh, or in the future. He, because He's. And I believe God sees all things at once because he, he created it. He determined it. Predestination does not make any sense if God does not know the final outcome. If he did not, if he, and as far as God is concerned, I I believe in his mind, if he determines something, it's as good as done. If he determines it, you can can count on it happening. Because it's not going to change. Yeah, that's
3: the only way there's a future. Yeah, because he's determined determined. it. There is no future Mm -hmm. for God to see because nothing can exist without him Mm determining that's where at that's right. $4, people get all whacked out of shape. Yeah, sure. and
2: they
0: think eternity is like, they think of it as just a long, long time ago, forever, and time, mm-hmm. kind time of forever in the future. Yeah. Yeah. Really, I mean, it's outside of it. Yeah. yeah. E- eternity is, is where God makes his uh, home. Yeah. It's, it's where he is. resides. He is eternity. It's uh, his self uh, That's desire, right. Night, <laughs> it's, time, it's Right. And, uh, and, and so I, I want to get that out of the way before we go even further down the road discussing what justification from eternity is because we need to know what eternity is. Eternity, the, 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 the understanding of eternity is vital to understanding this. And, then, and I believe it's going to deny the eternity of God as we have defined it is to deny God himself because he is eternity. Yeah,
1: this mm-hmm. creature within time eternity for us is only future Right. Not past. Right. And time has no eternal past. A lot of people think it does. You're right. Time, time has a beginning so starting. Time has no beginning, then God is subject to time. Right. Because He didn't create mm-hmm. So, um, And that's where eternal law philosophy comes in too. Sure, Yeah. The, uh, as far as justification, God justifies what He purposes in His own realm. He also does, but in time. So, really, justification is both in eternity and also in time. Right. For his people, it's all time. Right. From the very first moment of time to alternative future, mm-hmm. God never has any point that he doesn't perceive his people as yeah. justified. Yeah. His reckoning
0: has not changed from one day. Yeah. Because he sees everything.
3: Yeah, the biggest. is that... Uh, what I think is, it was, and it's very hard when we're on the forum to to explain this in typing, of course, but when Christ says the Pharisees were responsible for the blood of the righteous prophets, even all the way up to the righteous Abel, how can Abel be righteous when Christ hasn't even died? That's right. It has to be an eternal decree that God has made in time. And they keep saying, well, he looked. This is because he righteous to are poor. I'm saying, well, well, it hasn't happened yet. So you're trying to force this righteousness in time. It hasn't happened yet. So you cannot use that. It just doesn't make it's sense. It's a common
2: argument for Old Testament yeah. explaining, yeah. you know, yeah. like that. And, uh, the, they and use the know. word
3: forbearance. Yes, yes. And, and it's forbearance towards his people because in his mind it's they his have mom. been justified. Yeah,
0: that's right. He didn't have forbearance without a justification. Yeah.
3: <laughs> That's right, because you can automatically consume right hand if you want to.
1: Yeah, some many you know I'm still trying to figure out who Zechariah is. I haven't it, but oh, okay. I'm not going to guess it's the one 700 years or four when mm-hmm. Christ was speaking, like so many are. Yeah.
4: So. yeah. so it's like a difference
1: basically between like,
4: said, like identifying like like who God is and then um, like like the way we, like our, our view of uh, like the, the how time is unfolded or like the sequence of like time, like um, from the very beginning to you know to Christ dying to to the present time, and then there's like God's in, you know eternal um, nature, right?
1: Yeah. Well, you were saying that like whatever, uh, like God works in, in
4: time. Like that's that's how we, we see it because uh, we see things un- unfold because we're like something to change. Yeah, we're, we're creatures, Where right? Yeah. Whereas, um, like God sees is uh, everything is, and God doesn't change Himself, so that's right. He doesn't. And his purpose don't change. His purposes don't right. change. Right. So even though time is
1: changing, God accomplishes just yeah. is, is changing. Time is changing, but that does not mean yeah. God changes. Is is. Right, and, and God's accomplish accomplishes yeah. changeless yeah. purposes. You have to throw that
3: idea that God's not creating today away because He's continually working in His creation. Yeah.
0: God is actually very much involved in this conversation. Right, and uh, in, in the uh, determining of. Of the, of the actual events that are taking place so just my hand moved okay, this was all determined that's what uh, we're talking about tonight God is still creating these souls that's right mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. continuously mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> and okay so yeah uh, and uh, let's see what else I got here uh, okay here's another one um Isaiah 66, one, uh, this I wrote a lot of this passage. He said
5: 66,
0: 66.1. Right? Mm-hmm. More on the common of God. I'm sure you've probably got a lot more memorized about uh, if you have anything you want to contribute. But uh, thus saith the Lord, the heaven is my throne and the earth is my footstool. <laughs> <laughs> I think the imagery that's, that's put there is, is great. Uh, where is the house that ye build unto me, and where is the place of my rest? Um, obviously, you know, I think this is in reference to eternity, because God's resting place is, is in eternity, not in time. Um, you know, I mean, the earth is his footstool. <laughs> I just imagine God sitting there (laughs) in in eternity with his feet on on the planet Earth. There's a good note in
2: the Okay, what did you say? It's it's one of the the ones that goes exactly with what we're saying. It says, uh, uh, basically the scripture reference, it says, No fool is personal. God does not live in as for a body as we do. So
0: right. it's not subject to the limits of space and time. That's right. Although nothing created can be omnipresent, God is everywhere in this fullness of time. Right. How amazing that the, the, the Reformation study Bible actually got that right. Yeah. It's got a lot of mistakes in there. I should say a lot of
1: mistakes. Big mistakes, yeah. I haven't looked in the new one as far as the change you talked about. Isaiah I don't want to look at that is definitely the original uh, New Geneva Study Bible. Neither one does it say that it refers to Satan, either Isaiah 14, or Isaiah 28. Is that the
2: same as the
3: song of recognition, it's just that it says older version? Well, that was the predecessor of that, but the notes changed. from what I understand. Yeah, well, I've got both, and one of them refers to that basically that this one is referred to. It's not that he's actually claiming it's Satan, but he's saying this one here is referred many times to Satan. And then in the other version, the newer I think it is, is one way or the other, uh, he said he doesn't even mention
4: Satan. Oh, so that was better. Uh, right, uh, right. Yeah. You need to okay. upgrade. <laughs> okay, so... Um, like I have a question for like whether there's the imputation versus like Im-
0: impartation. Okay. Well, okay. Okay. Let's get to that now. Imputation. What is imputation? In my mind, imputation is simply it's an eternal event. It's 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 God's reckoning. Uh, God's accounting. It's you know, and it's something that takes place in His mind. Um, and so there, but it's it's external to us. It's it, it, you, you know we experience the effects of imputation, but in, but righteousness itself is not imparted to us. It's righteousness is it's basically a right standing in the mind of God, and that's what we're being is. looked at. We're not looking at is what well, we're looking to Christ as the basis for our right standing with God.
3: Uh, yeah, it basically, the imputation uh, is just a legal statement if you can put God that way. In, in other words, he says, uh, like I said, let's say Adam's sin is imputed to a person. That means God has declared you have committed the same sin as Adam. Not that anything physically has happened to that person. Where impartation, there's a physical thing that's happened, well, spiritual or physical, something that has that be something. Doing Do like, Right,
0: sin. right, or imputation is yeah. a and, and, legal statement by God. And, if you, and of course, in Roman Catholics, say justification is not based on imputed righteousness, but it is based on infused righteousness, uh, which is that God actually puts righteousness into in, in the individual, and then he looks at the righteousness in the individual as if righteousness is something he can look at and then, then right. decides right. to justify. The person based on what he sees and uh, he, or declare righteous. So they like can get him mm-hmm. pushed. Yeah, like right. Okay. The yeah, and so basically, of course, that's works based religion because the person who has the, you know, who thinks God's looking at the righteousness is in him, he, he ends up taking his eyes off of Christ, or he, he never had them on the Christ, and he ends up working in order to please, to get the, the, the pleasure of God upon him. Which is, in his righteousness, is, you know, like,
1: I used to use the illustration of pouring milk into a bottle. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but except the bottle is not full yet. So yeah. Yeah. therefore, you know, on what basis can done uh, the perfectly right? Right. And, you know.
0: And also, no matter how, why, why pour milk into a leaky bottle? A leaky bottle. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah. Well, if I get
5: enough
3: masses, I can get a little more milk in can right? That's It demands a full bottle.
0: And that's really, in my opinion, there's no difference really between that and imparted righteousness. Yeah. Confused righteousness and imparted righteousness. <laughs> well, it's of
2: parallel works on it too, because it's what God is doing in you at the time of what you were, mm-hmm. how you're acting. Look what God is doing in me, you know. That's the works gospel, essentially. And that was actually the
0: main point that the Reformers differed with the Roman Catholics on. And as far as what God does, in imparts to us, He imparts to us the Holy
1: Spirit.
4: And he imparts to us knowledge. And knowledge. Yeah. And, which is the, you know, the Holy Spirit's work. Mm-hmm. So, and uh Imparted meaning, uh, just like. But, he he implants knowledge into. But the work that the, the Holy, Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit performs
1: in us is not our justification.
0: No. Not on right. right. the basis by which God. It's, 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 it's the freedom. means by which we experience our justification right. our knowledge of justification right, no, this, and is, this is where, is where I, I got confused,
3: confused with, uh, with the uh, assurance mm-hmm. it's the same thing
1: right. and God mm-hmm. doesn't justify us by as far as communicating to us our part in that it's declared of justification declared in our yeah. minds and hearts by the Holy mm-hmm. Spirit but, yeah. but that's not an infused righteousness No, like God can in- as righteous on the basis of it right.
6: So um, God imparts knowledge of the Holy Spirit to us, and with righteousness it's not imparted or implanted in us. It's that it's um, imputation in the sense that it's credited like almost to our account. Right. And so, yes. like He sees, right. like you know, that's kind of like if we're in Christ, then that's like where righteousness is. Is like in Christ, it's not necessarily in us. That's right. Yes. It and it's not like you're more
3: righteous or less righteous. You're
0: yeah. just like righteous. Yes. And what and what this means for us is that even before we were converted to the truth when we were born as little two year olds and three year olds all the way on up to whenever we, we came to knowledge of the truth God saw us as justified and perfectly righteous His opinion of us was the same then as it is now okay and, and and so therefore you know God's wrath is not on us everything He did in our lives up into even the point of conversion and afterwards was that of love it, it was motivated by his love for us. Uh, that's so contrary to even what
2: most Calvinists teach. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, 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 tr- the
0: typical position is that God's wrath abides on the individual until they're converted, until they're justified. And they believe that justification, the, the righteousness is not imputed until that time.
3: See, even that makes a, a, a God that's changing. That's right. Uh, that's that's a, that means some that's the vision
5: of
0: Right. I mean, and, and and the problem is the problem with this is not just the, the, the doctrine of justification as destroyed. it's the entire concept of God that's destroyed? Because if we have a God that changes, that's scary. That is very scary. Mm-hmm. Because how do we know that in the future He's not going to change His mind again? We we don't know. We have no we have no assurance. We have no confidence in in that type of God. And so, you know, there are groups of people out there that say that justification in time does not occur at faith, that it occurs at the cross, but they also believe that up until that thing at the cross, you know, God has ratified it upon the individual and they, he saw them as going to hell. They were yeah. to and so, so they, they, and see, they see the event of the cross as something that God had to do in order to, you know, in order to to his own yeah. Uh-huh. there you have again, once again and then mm-hmm. brought at that time mm-hmm. they
3: that really, have hated his people yeah.
0: there really is no difference in my mind between those two positions okay. uh, and in fact that's the position that we've seen espoused by Ken Weimer by Steve Beloga and, and, and other so-called uh, Sovereign Grace Baptists yeah. uh, there, and, there's the idea
1: also that his wrath abided on the, you know, unconverted and those not yet born uh, until, the, and then
0: in the cross, mm-hmm. that changed. Yeah. And after the
1: cross, yes. His wrath was back again. Cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: exactly. Regeneration. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so, you know, Mark Carpenter believes that God hates uh, everyone unless they're regenerate. And so, but, so, you know, you asked him the question, when God, when Christ was hanging on the cross, was he hanging there and with hatred for those that he was dying for? No, that is blasphemy. That that that's awful. No, God was the, the act of Christ was was an act of love. And okay, so if God is loving his people at that time on the cross, when he ascends to heaven, all of a sudden his disposition changes to hatred again. And then when he sees faith in the individual, it changes back to, to love again. No, 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 no. There's been nothing but love for his people. And there's been nothing but hatred for those that aren't his people, mm-hmm. um, and that is the only type of God I can even comprehend.
3: Yeah. I mean, just until you get the understanding that I think they lose track of God it does not change. They just they want to keep things within their little doctrine, and the problem is they end up being changed each time, and they change their God completely. How can you have? I mean, how can I know that I will remain everlasting in yeah. Christ? Right.
4: right. There's no so uh, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> God is like a byproduct of whatever their doctrine is. Where their doctrine should be, you know, a byproduct of like of God. Like you got to start with, like, with God and like who He is first, and then you know, like work from that. Yeah, I remember that our.
1: Little visit to, to Mississippi, uh, Stan was saying that the doctrine has, have been known as the eternal vital union mm-hmm. of Christ these people, and it's today
0: almost a forgotten the doctrine. Yeah, it's completely, nobody's even heard of it. Yeah. eternal the, the eternal union. Yeah, that's, that's a, that's a, that's, that's the It's, that's that's we need to know. know. Yeah. That is, uh, in eternity, in the mind of God, you know, if you want to think of being before time, you want to think of it that way, I can't, but uh, the, the sometimes it's hard to describe in words. Uh, that is uh, God joined his people to Christ. I think uh
1: Yellen points out that the original first one Confession of Baptists did believe this
0: doctrine. Uh, the sixteen forty four Samuel Richardson company. Samuel Richardson was definitely a so, uh, yeah. Brian. Brian definitely, he's he's written more on it, I think. Yeah, like a couple of the Brian is probably the, the best yeah. on on the topic. So. And of course, you have uh, the, uh, the Absolute Baptist, the Beeb. Uh, Baptists, Predestinarians. Yeah, Predestinarians, the Beeb and, and Company, and I think maybe Trot. Beeb is from the Civil War era. Or Beebe, however the, they pronounce it. I heard them down there calling them Beebe, so I guess that's the proper pronunciation. Probably.
4: People, I mean, it seems, I mean, like, even as a kid, you're, like, you're generally taught that, like, that God is infinite and that, like, um, God, God, you know, has the whole world in his hands and these, you know, all these things, but, like, I just wonder why people would, um, if there's an intention in their mind which behind, uh, distorting, like, or making some things conditional, um you God's love being conditioned upon something. Correct? Right, like yeah.
3: I've, it all stems from the, the, the soft gospel or the the, the, oh, what's the word I'm looking for, the, the intolerant or the tolerable Christianity that God loves everybody. Right, and that we can work you into Well you know, here, here we go. Well,
0: let's look up a, a passage here, right? Jeremiah thirty one verse three. I love this passage. This one just brings a lot of uh, joy to my heart. Uh, Jeremiah 31, verse 3. Okay. Um, The Lord hath appeared of old unto me, saying, Yea... I have loved thee with an everlasting love. Therefore, with loving kindness have I drawn thee. Uh, God's love is everlasting, and it's an everlasting love that He has for His people. First of all, God cannot love that He hates the wicked. I mean, there's there's passions there. He He hates the wicked. Okay, so therefore, if He if He love me with an everlasting love, or, uh, or anybody with an everlasting love. He had to see them as righteous, because that love is based on Christ, God loves himself. Um, And second, if it's everlasting love, it cannot, you know, it's it's a love that cannot die. That's the very essence of of the meaning everlasting. God's love (laughs) love is just as infinite as he is. That's right. Uh Yeah, he changes not in, in any of his affections towards anyone or anything. Uh
3: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is the mind boggling part of it. There was never a time that you were not on God's mind. Right. And so it was everlasting love. It was like you were always in his mind. That my mind. I and right. I
2: think the people who don't understand that, they run the risk of you know, there, there's a whole group of people who, who feel like they can lose their salvation too. And they don't realize you know, they, they they don't seem to either get this verse, or, they don't, or they've just never been taught that there's nothing that you can do that's going to make you lose your salvation. You know, so you have that whole sad group of people who who run around half crazy, and, and all of those works, and... Everlasting means everlasting. Everlasting is everlasting, yeah. 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 Um, another one I really like is... Uh,
0: Is Ephesians one. Ephesians one. Paul. Let's go to the the uh, crowning jewel of Paul's argument here. Verse six specifically. Uh, But uh, let let me look it up here. Blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. Okay, just I'm going to do some commentary here. Okay, notice I just emphasize the word all. Okay, I see justification as, as one of those great spiritual blessings that we have in Christ. And here it's in heavenly places. Uh, I, I believe this is a reference to eternity. And if we see uh, eternity as, as not an, as an extension of time, but as something that is transcendent of time, then this means that we were always we always blessed with all spiritual blessings, which includes the righteousness of, of, of Christ. Um, okay, verse four: According as He hath chosen us in Him before the foundation of the world, <laughs> that we should be holy in love, are holy and without blame. Before him in love, when before the foundation of the mm-hmm. world, righteous uh, before that, and that means before the foundation of the universe. That's, That's right. 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 Uh huh. Having predestined, predestinated us unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ Himself, according to the good pleasure of His will. This is why He's doing it because uh, it's His good pleasure, <laughs> and. And verse six, which we cannot, which we cannot forget, (laughs) to the praise and glory of his grace. That's part of the reason, wherein he hath made us accepted, accepted. Where in the beloved, (laughs) we were accepted in the beloved. Okay, to be accepted means to be seen as righteous, Um, and and where in the beloved. I think that's a clear reference to God's eternal mind.
3: Mm. And beloved is my beloved son. And yet, some people want to call it
1: imputational
0: legal fiction. Yeah. yeah, that was, yeah this, is this is real. This is real. And uh, let's see. In yeah. and, and whom we have redemption through his blood. Okay. Yeah, this is still in the context of eternity, in my mind. That's
1: the act through which
0: God views us. Yes, but He views us through, in eternity, He sees the act of Christ from eternity because that's where He sees all things. Okay? And so, you know, he, He looked upon His Son on the cross and He looked upon His Son His entire life from eternity, just as He sees us from eternity. Okay? And that is the union that we have with Christ. It's not a physical union in eternity where he had this big old lump of people that he was playing with, you know. Uh, no, it, it's, it like it's... No, it's his view of things. That is how we are joined to Christ, because he views us in Christ. It's God's perception of us. Well, because of the church, so in Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And then there's a verse on the church, you can look up in Hebrews. I don't know if you have it. Right off. Off, off, on your mind of, uh, uh, if we're a surety in eternity there's no way you know if Christ was made a surety in eternity there's a passage there on that then there's no way that maybe Hebrews 7 uh, Hebrews uh, 7 maybe seven. Hebrews 9 Hebrews 9 uh-huh. oh that was
1: Hebrews 7 maybe ah uh, uh, let's not let, let's not waste the time yeah it's Hebrews 7, 8 or 9 yeah somewhere in there
5: uh, mm. uh, mm. uh.
1: About. By so much more, Jesus has become a surety of a better covenant. Mm-hmm. Also, there were many priests because they were prevented by death from continuing talking about the old law mm-hmm. covenant. That he, because he continues forever, has an unchangeable priesthood. There we go. Yeah. Okay.
0: Okay. The okay. Okay. Jesus Christ has made the surety of the covenant of grace, the everlasting covenant of grace, which is what that is written yes. in reference to. Uh, Okay. In <laughs>
1: conclusion, of that. Therefore, he is also able to save to the uttermost those who come to God through him. I can write He always lives to make intercession. In something, yeah. the intercession is only you know, in the presence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's always. The intercession always. is in mm-hmm. eternity. That's You're right.
4: right. Uh-huh. It's, like the, it's like the mindset of like, well, you know, being saved from something, but, like, realizing that uh, in, in God's mind he was always Going to, and you always were like saved as in like set apart.
2: That's what you have to ask questions when you answer what I was somebody says, like, even online something, or uh, when I was saved, it's like, Well, what were you saved from? You know, <laughs> like, what are you talking about? You know, right. I, was, I was held down, and then all of a sudden I believed, and then I wasn't, you know, or something. Yeah, and I it's mean, not really the Right. So right. work at all.
1: It doesn't say like, the Bible it. like you're saved from hell.
0: No. Take some sins. Save some sins. Matthew one twenty one. Uh, I shall save them from their sins. But he shall save them from their sins. Yeah, I don't know. That's
2: the only thing I can think of. That verse even speaks of saving, like Matt, right? Uh, I also
0: saved from the wrath of God.
1: Saved from the wrath, uh, the deserved As wrath. of the, the deserved wrath of God that he never actually yeah. had a disposition. Yeah. For wrath That's for. right. That means like
4: set apart from the, the wrath of God. I mean, right. Wrath, eternal wrath. Uh-huh. Eternal sin, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Right. Because if it is eternal, there is no escape of eternal wrath. Right. <laughs> There's not and and the, there are instances where the New Testament uses the
1: word wrath of Mm
0: -hmm. and we we also had this passage last night we discussed Romans 8, uh, 28-30 and we know that all things work together for good to them that love God to them that are called according to his purpose for whom he did foreknow he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son that he might be the firstborn among many brethren Moreover, whom he did predestinate, then he also called. And whom he called, them he also justified. And whom he justified, them he also glorified. Notice this glorification is in the past tense. Uh, obviously, we're not glorified now in our experience. Uh, that that will come until we die. <laughs> uh, but here... And there was a we mm-hmm. the there's a point we were called. There's a point we were called. But... But this is in the context of God's eternal mind. More of whom he did predestinate, then he also called, then he, then he also justified. And at the same time, he also glorified them in his own mind. And so the justification is included in that. Um, and what shall we say then to these things? <laughs> if God be for us, who can be against us? There's a uh, there's another passage I I didn't look up. Uh, it's uh, he justified the he well we were yet sinners he he died for us justified the ungodly godly these are all things that I guess we can put on the study on the web. There's studies on the website you can read all about this. There are just numerous passages in, in the Bible that speak about this. Uh, we me get another one here. Two nine. Uh, God who has saved us and called us with a holy calling not according to our works but according to his own purpose <laughs> and grace which was given us in Christ Jesus before the world began <laughs> what verse is that? Uh, for 2 Timothy 2.9 it was before the world began so he uh, uh, give was given to us
1: he was consistent in his doctrine oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes yeah is something he was taught mm-hmm.
4: by the Lord. So, yeah, even that, uh, that, um, in, in John, like the very beginning, that's something that we saw so that sermon in, uh, California that David Anderson mm-hmm. um, got to talk about more. He, uh,
5: okay.
4: You did, like, an outline of, like, uh, the, the John, and, uh, you know, it starts off, like uh, the other one, it starts off with, like, like, Christ from eternity, like... In the beginning was the Word, yeah. It was the Word and was
1: with God, and was God, it goes to clear from His existence before time, or transcendent of time, clear through His... Uh, Future Lord, you know, His Lordship in eternity, future. I'll more than the, other. Mm-hmm. the book of John, the contrary to the other Gospels, will start with the incarnation.
5: Mm-hmm. Right?
4: So, I have a question about like, um, sanctification. Um, sanctification, There's like that verse that um, talks about a uh, pre- um, presenting or Christ presenting us to to God, uh, blameless and or spotless and blameless, without blemish. Yes. Um. But I'm, I'm having trouble. Uh, anyway, I think there are different interpretations. Of what that? Why don't you mention that? I think there are different like, interpretations of what that exactly is. As if, like, I mean, God sees God sees Christ instead of us, um, He sees us in Christ. Right, Christ is our sanctification. We are set apart in Christ. Right. Now, people uh, see it as uh, can well. well like on earth as going from you know from the very from I guess when you're born I mean you're born in sin then you're you're a sinner until um this is the typical view, I guess like you're you're born in sin and you're a sinner until you're saved and then when you're saved you gradually um until you die then you're uh you mean closer to perfection. Oh, that's yeah, this or is sanctification. Yeah,
1: well, the, there is growth. Uh, yeah, we, we do grow in That's not what the Bible refers to when it's mentioned sanctification. Yeah. That's the, the key. That's a long time yeah. yeah, there's one sanctification that was in Christ. The right. Sanctification right. is God viewing us as his holy, mm-hmm. you know, as opposed to just justification. It's just a different dimension of the same. Right. right, the set apart.
0: So, you, that would be so, so we, I would espouse uh, eternal sanctification along with eternal justification, okay? Uh, because we're set apart to be justified in Christ.
4: So then it wouldn't. So there's kind of like this view in of there is this view of I think of infused, um, infused righteousness with the sanctification type of view to them. Yeah, yeah, there is because infused uh, holiness.
5: Totally <laughs> and God never views us as any more holy no,
1: no, than he has. We, oh, he's always viewed us
0: so we don't, don't become right. more holy by our growth. Yeah. what we say in eternity we holy
3: right? Right. and
4: he wouldn't view us like as as really growing either though he works that
0: in time we do grow, but that's not. we don't grow in holiness
2: sanctification is something different than growing, right? yes, it is
0: yeah, being set apart in Christ, the sanctification. That the word sanctification means to be set apart. Well, you you're sanctified and you're not sanctified. Yeah, uh-huh. there's either it's one or zero, on <laughs> or off.
4: Yeah. 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 So sanctified so and justified, those, those are kind of like. Um, Two dimensions of the same reality. Right? Yeah. yeah. Whereas, like, I guess sanctified would be. Um, but, you
0: know, if they are two dimensions of the same reality, it's, it's, it is quite amazing that most people teach that they're not. <laughs> yeah. You can get justified, then you got to work on getting sanctified. Yeah.
1: Uh, but that wasn't always the case. I think there's been studies done done. The use of the word sanctification was coming to be accepted and uh, crossed circles. Okay. It was not always okay. that way. Gotcha. Uh, and it was not that way at the time of the river. Um, but scripture is clear that uh, okay. that this man, after he offered one sacrifice for sins forever, sat down at the right hand of God from that time, waiting until his enemies are made his footstool. For by one offering he has perfected forever those who are Perfect. being sanctified or in the state. Those,
0: those who are in that means those who are continuous. It's con- the state of. I believe in continuous yeah. sanctification, not pro- progressive right. Right. sanctification. Meaning we are continuing <laughs> in a state of sanctification. <laughs> <laughs> those were being sanctified
1: he's talking about those who the Lord is you know, mm-hmm. snatching for himself. Right. right. And yeah. there is a, there is an aspect of being
0: sanctified when you when the Holy Spirit comes to indwelling in a individual mind. That's, I, I would call that experience. Yeah. Well he
4: would view uh, like since it's like progressive even it would be like Kind of, uh, well, it's not progressive; it's, it's continuous, right? Right. So it'd be even like backwards continuous,
0: like before you are, then you yeah you know, before you uh, before we came to to know the truth, God had had set us apart in Christ in Christ, right? Mm-hmm. we got a few minutes. Ten minutes.
1: So it's one is God's estimation of us, just like justification, and the other is he finally communicates that to his people, that they are justified and sanctified. Mm-hmm. And yeah. At a certain point
0: in time, that becomes a reality yeah. to our... And justification and sanctification are just really another word. It's it. another good word for salvation. We are saved, right. and from eternity to eternity. Everything points to salvation. Yeah. just like Jeremiah said,
3: yeah. God Well, he was set apart. Eternity, but it, 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 it. exactly. Right. Yeah, and for John, it's eternal life
5: mm-hmm. instead of justification.
1: Yeah.
0: It's sanctification. Right. <laughs> it's it's, it's, it's the same reality. Yeah, eternal life in Christ mm-hmm. received. Yeah, so, so when so we, we speak of justification, it. we're speaking of salvation. When we speak of sanctification, we're speaking of salvation. We're speaking of eternal life in Christ. Okay, you said you had a passage. Yeah, uh,
3: do we want to? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Titus 1 2. It says, uh, in hope of eternal life with God, can cannot lie, promise before the world began. It's not a, a promise of eternal life hanging there waiting for whomever will have faith later on. This is, if, to his people, before the foundation of the world, he promised eternal life. So they're justified, they have to be justified. Yeah. Let's see if I got
0: another passage here that I down. Yeah, oh yeah, I want to get this one in before we, we can, we take a break, because in the next section we're going to talk about, uh, the opposition and the alternatives. <laughs> <laughs> if in uh, this position, Don't you have yeah. Yeah. Sorry that. Uh, anyway, uh, Revelation 13.8. We cannot talk about this without discussing this. Uh, I <laughs> I <love that>. Yes. <laughs> Slide discussion in this passage. Yes, we did. Um, uh, Angie, you want to read that for us? Um, okay. Either on videotape here, so 8 <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, All
2: who welcome on the earth. Will
0: The lamb is slain from the foundation of the world. Now, okay, let's let's talk about that for a second here. What what do we what does God mean there by the lamb slain before the foundation of the world? Obviously, the lamb is Christ. Okay, but was he physically slain from the foundation of the world? No, no. This speaks time. Not at that time, but this is God's perception of that event. Okay. Yeah, as, well as, those if, if those, as well as those in the book of life, is, it, which is in, so. Which is you know the no
2: No, there's no eraser. <laughs> yeah. There's one book, and, it, and once it's written,
0: it's written. It's done. Uh, but yeah, you know, this is the, this is this passage is clearly teaching justification from eternity. Uh, God, the Christ was was seen as is crucified for his people that were written in the book of life from the foundation before the foundation of the world. Okay, and and that's obviously justification, and that's from eternity. I, I don't think I don't think we can get much clearer on that. What
3: was it that Jesus said uh, when in uh, the seventy out came back, just jumping up and down, that they got all these demons out and stuff, and he says, "Don't be happy about that. Be happy about your name being written in the book." Right. Right. That's
2: <laughs> that's what's important.
1: Yeah. If we were to have no other blessing that blessing transcends all yeah. right all
3: yeah. Right. And I say, whoopee doo, you throw out a few demons. <laughs> 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 you know, your name's in the book. Wow. And
1: I haven't thrown out to my knowledge, I haven't thrown out any
3: demons. No answer <laughs> <So I, laughs> <laughs> <or> the other <laughs> I I I talk with a few demons, I would think sometimes. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, we'll take a break here, and uh, we'll we'll continue discussion on the next. We talk about now whether you know what what some people have, what any objections people might have uh, against this, um, or we can answer any questions anybody might have here about it, uh, and just talk about it. So, um, I don't know. Uh, does anybody have any objections to this teaching? No I object objections. The
3: objections that I've seen, especially in my Jewish one, have uh, an objection in the sense that then what is the purpose of the death of Christ? If right. they are justified, then it, his death means nothing. Okay.
1: So what would be your. Well, the concept of, uh, we understand Revelation and the idea of the unsealing of the scrolls in Revelation is also, you know, the same basic idea is that God in His own realm, transcendence of history, purposes all history. Mm-hmm. So, the two are separate and distinct. That one is right. specific to the other. Now, there's other things about God's own realm that you know we don't know or understand. Of course, it's infinitely. The, reason, the reason Christ had to die is
0: God purposed He should die. For and, and if God purposed should die, then that was
1: going to be historical events mm-hmm. right. the at God's point in time, just like everything that's unsealed. How many
0: history is people have objections. One of the objections we hear, in which we're we're going to is going. Basically, uh, they have to have some sort of eternal law philosophy that God must be under to abide by. He sent His Son not because He purposed it, because He wanted to see His Son die for the sins of men, but because He had to in order to save them from the law. That, that he himself was binding to on with him it was sort of like an interjection it was like it was a response to him falling and we we know that the the, the the sacrifice of Christ was not a response to sin uh, sin was was actually purposed because God had original purpose of the cross uh, just say to, to redeem yeah, uh-huh. and, uh to be redeemed and be glorified in, in that in
4: that uh huh I trust mean, people a lot of time they, like the thing is um, people continuously look at Adam and say well you know Adam you know fell from you know much from perfect to you know falling into sins so you know even though I, I've just been saved I you know what if I like Adam and fall um, you know not, not be saved.
1: That yeah, yeah, of yeah, the perfect. Yeah, there's one thing with the challenge here. Yeah, folks, we're going
4: the to get that tonight. Yeah,
0: that's a be, be Perfect in that sense. Yeah.
5: And,
4: and perfect and well, perfect and, but is an infinite type term, isn't it?
0: Yeah. To be perfect is forever. Like.
1: Well, it, but it's also in the Hebrew uh, perfect is simply a... It's okay, relational. Right. It's right. relational, not ontological. It's in relation to God's purpose. It doesn't right. mean that's Yeah, we are right. perfect according to God's purpose. Every, even the reprobate is perfect. It says where He wants where and where God is wants Important. to, so, in Ezekiel 28, it says the King of Tyre, that He was perfect. Yeah. Uh, all right.
0: Well, so, yeah, God yeah. created everything and it was good. Very good, yeah, very good. <laughs> and some people would say it oh, was not <laughs> sin at that point. <laughs> well, no, no. Sin is good in God's estimation because it's what He purposed. Uh, he yeah. says, that the King of Tyre, uh,
1: take up the lamentation to the King of Tyre say to him, Thus says the Lord God, You were the seal of perfection, full of wisdom, and perfect in beauty. I'm talking to the King of Tyre, who's wicked. Mm-hmm. The wicked, yeah. Uh, who at the end says, all who knew you I among mean, the peoples were astonished at you, you have become a whore, shall no more, and shall be no more forever. Yeah. So, you know, the, the idea of perfect has a, a, a relational meaning in the Hebrew use. It's, it's not.
4: Oh, yeah, I guess there's a. I mean, the, the kind of Jesus perfect, I think, is. is um, I mean, he was perfect in that sense, like, what he was, his purpose and. Christ was perfect in. He- he in he his own person, he's you know right. He's God.
1: <laughs> he's God, and he had you know absolutely no sin in his person, or, right. or he you had or rebellion. yeah, and
0: he was impeccable. Okay, yeah, okay. Well, uh, Capable, of course, he's capable since he's God. That's, That's right. right. So so to, me, it's, it's, so. to me, the argument of whether he's impeccable or not is ridiculous. It's it's, it's not a discussion that we should even enter into. <laughs> well, back to that that portion of. Uh, Justification
3: turning then why would Christ have to die on the cross that was being on the forum? Uh, would you also state that uh, Christ was the lamb? said the lamb slain before the foundation of the world, and it has to be an actuality in time. Yes, yeah. And and so well, yeah. If God sees yeah. something is
0: is happening, on the He sees the things in time. Right. But it's His own estimation of what occurs in time is. Transcendent of time. Right.
3: So it's not really fulfilling he, an eternal law. He has decreed that the, the justified will be justified by the blood of his son. Right. And so it has to be done. Yeah, it has to be done simply because God decreed it. Dec- yeah, dec- yeah, he decreed it. Right. right. <laughs> not because of a
0: law that not, right. uh-huh. not because he decreed right. it as a punishment. Mm-hmm. And so people, you know, we do not deny that Christ had died, uh, right. you know, which is yeah, you know, people say have accused us of saying there's no need for the cross. All things yeah. have to be as, or as Yeah, right. Uh, we have to exist because God, you know, you know, determined for us we don't, to exist. We don't, to, yeah. we don't have
3: a choice about our own right. existence. Yeah. 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 So that's the hardest part to convey to
0: those that were on the forum to understand that well you're not make the cross. Well, the, the the reason why it's so difficult is because their minds have been warped by eternal law philosophy, yeah. period. That's all it comes down to. They've, they've got worked minds. Eternal law, philosophy—that's <laughs> uh, all it comes down to. You can't, you can't convince anybody otherwise.
1: Eternal law, <laughs> philosophy is the international. God must, God has to, God. God, God is something. God is God himself
0: is subject to a law that exists exists outside of it. Some sort of eternal set of laws, uh, such like as what God is the, law. Yeah, like God, good and evil is not defined now. In God, it's defined by some eternal law. You know, it's you know, it's been around for forever. So. God cannot
3: lie because it's not His nature to lie. Not because it's some eternal law right. that says, do not lie. About it. Yeah.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: Those some of those in the eternal law philosophy still say God created the law that He subjects yeah. Himself to, but, mm-hmm. but still, still, the point of it is, is it's something that He subjects Himself to. Yeah. yeah. He can't, therefore, have what He wants. Yeah.
0: Which uh, poor God. Yeah. <laughs> and they say that makes him even more sovereign than, than what we believe because he can you know the free willers will say that they say well God is demonstrating his sovereignty by taking his hands off of us and letting us choose you know the, the ancient free willers <laughs> definitely, definitely
1: were into this as well as many other things uh, as far as you know, like don't, Justin Martin remember, not creating really uh, all things even yeah. the Manichaeans yeah. so yeah. Well, you know, well, there's no difference between them and today because you see,
0: Reformed Calvin saying God did not create evil. So, so another one said that evil existed. Right. It just came into being. to
6: People my church, in my church and my old church that are Reformed Baptist, and they said that same thing that God does not cause evil. He doesn't cause you to sin. He takes His hand off of you or His power off of you, and then allows you to. Yeah. yeah, and I'm like, that doesn't make any sense, <laughs> <laughs> that is like, like Well, well we take his hand off of us them. and how does how does stuff happen, you know? Yeah, what's <laughs> in control then, you
5: know, and then you're back to like well theist. <laughs> yeah.
6: Well the ancient freeholders
1: you we're gonna see it from the testament of the twelve patriarchy. They they definitely believe that Belial caused people to sin the devil. Yeah. And that the they in the sense even that God that the devil created the evil nature that was within man, uh, they were not uh traditionists. The both the uh spiritual nature and the evil nature were both created, it's just the one
3: was created. Is that devil. where they said uh like <clears throat> when you're speaking? That's like on the scrolls were uh teach that there is two spirits in man well we're going to get into that they, they,
1: the teacher of righteousness says there are two spirits in mankind that, that, that the measure is determined by God that okay. not, they're not equal forces in any person in right. other words okay. that the Lord either one predominates or the other ultimately in, in, in someone's experience but the testament of the Peter says they are equal and that's what we're doing in other words that's what free will would say mm-hmm. God, that nothing tips the balance. Well, yeah, Once it wouldn't have been be forced.
0: fair. Or would it wouldn't be, would be right. And that's exactly uh, what they say. Yeah. Fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, is, yeah, everything's got to be fair. Yeah. Well, and, and,
3: and just like Paul answered sort of in chapter 9 of Romans. It's like, mm-hmm. and, uh, Who are you, old man? That's exactly God. right. Then God's not just, I mean,
0: you know. By our standards, that's like, for a for a week. Yeah. We're the creation telling the creator how to do things. Yeah, right. Yeah, as far as where the devil came from, I don't think even tried
1: to explain that. It's almost like the devil's co termal with God, you know. That's man yeah, It's manatee yeah. That's one, yeah, for sure.
0: And you've got the, the Park Rice and Two Cedars. I think that, 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 teach. Yeah, they're yeah they that uh, they right, they teach
1: a,
5: well, it's really they, they, on, don't, they, they don't they the, don't teach
1: that the forces the are equal in the, the soul, but they do teach that
0: well, there's there's duals, yeah, duals. Yeah, the, the, God is God and the devil are both eternal beings that are competing with each other for, for power.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's, I, guess, I mean, it's oh. <laughs> probably <there's> a predominant view, isn't it? I mean, based on churches that I've been in. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, God votes for you, the devil votes for you, and now it's up to <laughs> you. to turn. <laughs> 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 Yeah, yeah, you're right.
1: One <laughs> objections is, you yeah. huh? know. Of course, it's a lot of paradox theology about God changing or not changing. Um, I think the more popular view today is that He does change, and they go to all the Old Testament scriptures He's spoken of as repenting,
0: Hezekiah. Mm-hmm. Um, and shame. Uh, but see, that's God, God condescending to well, us, I mean, it's, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, God prophesies, "I'm
1: going to do this," but then it's, He says. No, I'm going to do this. That's anthropomorphism. But that's, that's simple because we're relating to men. It's not uh, like you know, Jonah preaching and it will be destroyed. before. That's what God told him to preach. It wasn't what he intended to carry out. But right. like, Jonah preached it as if it was going to happen. God told him to preach it as if it was going to happen.
3: And yeah. it's in, 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 in view of him showing his power. In that well,
1: whole oh, purpose of that was to, the, the point of that story is the mercy of God. God mm-hmm. purposed
0: not to carry out what was prophesied. Yeah. Okay, well, back on track. Any more objections that we can think of? Uh, well, you know, the,
1: the changeless passages, you know, have to be. That is the Bible's teaching to
0: people. God really is. People have said that, uh, that, that our understanding of God being timeless is, is, is awful. That we, we we don't believe in you know we don't believe in God if we believe that God is transcendent of time I heard that from high grace super supposedly uh, and uh, they believe that God changes uh, but we can you know refute that yeah uh, Malachi says for I am the Lord I do not
1: change therefore you are the, the sons of Jacob from yet in the days of your father you've gone away from my ordinances and i kept them. But the idea there is that uh, his true people, he will never consume. Right. Um, the true Israel. Which a remnant of that, of course, was in the old Israel.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: And therefore they were not consumed. It's interesting that a lot of people believe that, you know, when
6: we look through all these things low grace and different, like, doctrines and stuff, it really comes back to if they believe God's in full control or not, you know, that he can change, or is it us that's in control, or the devil that's in control, and it's just, I mean, even when I was, you know, believing in free will, it it's not like you say God's in control, but it's really not, and then you live by that, too, because then you worry, and then you know, it's like you think someone else could change things, and it's not really like a God, you know, because God shouldn't, like, change things. Yeah,
2: I think that's the, that's the core of everything, I mean, you know, we've had this discussion before about, <laughs> times, yeah. it the, I mean, in my opinion, it is the most simple, and the core of everything mm-hmm. is do you believe that God is sovereign, well, everyone Christian. Most would say yes. You don't even hear free will. Or say, I got God's mm-hmm. um, yeah, You so. know, uh, what, what do they mean by that? I mean, if if God is mutable, like you're saying, or changes, then that's a scare God, and that's not God, you know? I mean, that's, if you can think that God carries out everything, you know, like my word that I'm going to say in five seconds is predestined, you know, by him. I and mean, if you can think that, I mean, I think everything flows from that. Who not Not that.
6: If you in a God that can change or God's going to take his hand off and allow something, there's no rest and security right. and peace and comfort in uh-huh. that. You know, people are like, "Oh yeah, i felt the peace of God. And then people will say that, and I'm like, they have not You don't know the peace of God until so God's actually, like, fully oh, in
5: control. And I mean, mean, he's yeah. not just taking his hand off or something. Well, that
6: really
0: you know you know have, people would say our, our belief here makes God the, the author of sin I say, yes, but me up. <laughs> but, mm-hmm. but, yeah. but what is well, 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 I'll tell you what the, the alternative is much worse mm-hmm. to, to God creating sin is okay God created this perfect world and then you know he allowed sin to come in even though he knew it was coming and did nothing to stop it yeah that still makes him <laughs> right. It's Still, but it makes it much worse. Right, and
2: that's what I said too. With the interview is, if you just take the interview which I don't go by this, but even if you do, you say, well, they took took his hand off, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, is he still the cause of it? He could have stopped it, you know. So if the bug stops with him; it goes no further, and it's all. And, you yeah, know, so they, they're not really they even going to the end of their argument. Right, right. If my child is
1: running out to the road and exactly. I fail to take action. Yeah, you're, you're, you're responsible you for that. Yeah. Yeah.
3: responsible But I think you get more comfortable uh, not taking that to the limit than saying mm-hmm. that you sent your boy out to the road. Right. It's necessary. We know that. Right. I know, I know. Because I'm full
1: control of whether or not mm-hmm. the child gets hit by the car or not. Or you let your dog run
0: loose, you know, or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's the dog's not the dog's fault. He got hit by the car. It's your fault.
3: What about the argument uh, that uh, you cannot be completely justified. This was also in that thread, that you cannot be justified and still be called evil or a sinner mm-hmm. in the same period right. Right at the same time. Yeah.
0: That seems to be an argument. Okay. Well, you know, God never views us as sinners. Uh, he's always viewed us as saints. He's always viewed us as righteous. Uh, if you go through the uh, Old Testament, he talks about the wicked and righteous whether or not they're converted to the truth or not. Uh, you know, in, in God's estimation of us, we're always been righteous. But it's in, only in our experience that we sin. And God <laughs> does testify
1: what our experience is. You know, mm-hmm. that, yeah. that's yeah. the point of Paul, Romans 5, you know, by one men sin, many were made sinners, is that experientially that Christ. is the reality and that he represented mm-hmm. all who experience What he did the rest of the... Uh, like a world experiential after him. Uh, so he represented the elective of sin, but that doesn't mean that God imputed that sin to, to his right. uh, people. That's a different issue. Yeah. Um, Which we just recently discussed. Because on the one thing. is experiential and the other is God's reckoning. Mm-hmm. Uh, and God doesn't ignore what you really are. You know, perfectly aware.
5: aware of that. Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, he mm-hmm. has
3: As far as within us, within us, experientially, so right? by nature, we are children. children right. We are sinners mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. until that nature is imparted into us that do, we do become, like John says, verse John says,
0: and even non-sinners. And, so and even then, it. that, that it's not instantaneous, or we don't. Right. Until right. right. so we die, so still we still have, have it, that whole nature right. that we're carrying around with us. Uh, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there is a there is a there is a war between them. There are still And that's what angels called
1: spirits, the bad spirits that are in us. But the flesh, you know. and they mean by spirits, demons, they meant right. that portion of the evil that we're allowed mm-hmm. to, you know, have to deal with in our souls.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: That was the only two arguments that I seen mainly on on the thread that we went through, and uh, I, I guess uh, others would say we don't preach gospel. You know, that's the white preach gospel, just like justified. Well, and of course our answer to that is uh, <coughs> we preach gospel because it's, it's <laughs> a good news to to, to those that are justified. <laughs>
1: God said that's His purpose. That
4: yeah, is that's right. You know, mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's mm-hmm. try mm-hmm. to find the saints. As God. Christ dying, it's like it's all part of that experiential like, experience of what God's working. It's, uh, it's the same
1: argument, you know, what well, Christ didn't really need to come and die on the cross because God mm-hmm. you knows in eternity God saw that event
0: so it doesn't need to occur. Right, yeah. exactly. It's ridiculous. <laughs> we might as well just stick there and not do anything God you knows. <laughs> it's not a good
3: circular reason. Yeah. Yeah. That's where you get the favorism. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to do it anyway, so why worry about it? I about you. Yeah, I mean. I'm sorry,
4: And then you're not worrying about it, but, you know, like, and that's decreed, so it's like.
1: Yeah. yeah, I've heard many variations of the story of the fool. It's the one that... well. If God is. Certainly, President, that's not going to do that. Instead, Mer- well, it's miracle. Miracle. yes, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, has yeah.
3: to do it. Yeah, you know. I really wouldn't do that, but I want to do it anyway to prove that. Yeah, I can do what God wills. Right. I think they just lack the understanding that the desire that He has given.
0: This, this, this doctrine is very important, uh, n- not just because we, you know, theologically, but there are practical outworkings of this. Um, you know, you know, evangelism, if, you know, preaching the gospel. If uh, Bob's uh, message last night or his discussion that he left last night is definite atonement part of the gospel? Yes. Is justification from eternity part of the gospel? My conclusion is absolutely without a doubt. Uh, uh, because we, we have to understand who God is uh, before we can worship Him, before we can even understand our justification. Uh, because, you know, sin is, is rebellion against this God. We have to understand who we rebelled against. We have to understand who it was that died for us. Was it just a man, or was it the eternal God, you know, that died? The one who is without time <laughs> that died. Uh, we have to understand how He was seen. Where was he seen from before we can, you know, uh, understand our justification? We have to understand all of these concepts. Uh, in my mind, we, this, is, this is very important. Now, uh, of course, you know, when we come to know the truth, we don't necessarily, you know, we can't necessarily vocalize all of the stuff at once. But we won't be opposed to it. Uh, to, to be opposed to justification from eternity is to go against the gospel. Uh, and, uh, I think that I, we can't make that statement any, any more clear. Uh, and so, you know, and, and also I will speak from experience here that it does give me much assurance to know that my love, or, or God's love for me personally, his, uh, his, 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 the satisfaction that was made for me, uh, you know, it, you know, it's always been there. Uh, I can say that not only was I saved in time in my own experience, but God saved me before I was even born. And uh, we can—we salvation is not just a past event, but it's an eternal event. Uh, and so it's not. And so we have an eternal salvation. And, uh, and that really is something we, we've, we've always been held in God's hand. And there was not a moment in time when we were in danger of falling out of that hand. Uh, and uh, there never will be. So if you believe now the gospel, you can have full confidence and full assurance that uh, you, you are saved and you will never be lost. And uh, that's what this doctrine brings, because it shows that not only, you know, because it shows that we've always been saved. So why would there, what what reason do we have to believe that we won't be in the future? And uh, that's my closing comment, and I, I don't know if anybody else has anything they want to say. Okay, done. We'll see, uh, tonight. Milt's gonna be joining us, so that should be fun. I'm sure he'll be happy to take over much of this conversation. (laughs) We look forward to seeing you, Milt. Okay.